You want to go to the bar? Yeah, I'll go to the bar. Beneath the bar. You're a fraud. Where you partying? Bartender! Yeah, I'll take another. This is Beneath the Bar, presented by TBBLC. Here we go, folks, back again for another edition of Beneath the Bar. As always, I'm Adam Philpot, joined by my co-host, Mackenzie Quinn. How are you? And our producer, Jaybird Jason Vizina. What's going on? We also have Cardi in the house from the, from the Father Pod, Brown Bag Lunch Crew. Get an exciting episode for you today, uh, and we'll, we'll get into that. But first, we do want to uh, honor the loss of a, of a good friend, a, a Gloucester guy who passed away unexpectedly um, last week. Um, so we'll be taking a moment of silence for Connor Red Elston. Um, played Little League with the boys growing up. Uh, actually a member of Kenzie's team. Um, just a real genuine soul. Nobody you'd ever come across would have a bad thing to say about the kid. Uh, it, it's a hard loss. It hurts a lot. Um, he had a lot of good friends. Um, so we'll do a quick moment of silence for Connor Red. great kid um known him since i was about since i was nine years old played with him through high school and everything uh can't i mean to me about hundreds of people could say a bad word about me can usually find someone will say a bad word about somebody but uh to this day i don't think anybody could say a bad word about connor um just an awesome kid grew up with uh everybody over on friend street and everything so tough one but uh we'll remember that smile forever well said Okay, we'll get into it now. Uh, exciting lineup for you. We'll go quickly. Want to give a shout out to our sponsors. That will be Neptune's Harvest. And to quote Kenzie from the last pod, Neptune's Harvest, big ass pumpkins, big ass results. <laughs> we got <laughs> we got to throw a shout out to the best fertilizer in the game. That's our sponsor, Neptune's. Shout out Tom Malloy. Um, runs the show down there now. Birthday on Saturday. And from what I hear, uh, big winger party comes Saturday in honor of your boy, Tom Malloy. So shout out, Tommy. Uh, we'll see you under the sun on, uh, on winger Saturday. Yeah, looking forward to that. The weather's supposed to be prime after a long work week. Nothing better than getting to look forward to a nice beach day. And, and to top it off, a little cherry on, on the frosting is, is it's Tommy's birthday, Uncle Slippy. <laughs> he was supposed to be the guest on the pod today. I uh, wasn't able to make it, uh, but don't worry. We do have some things tuned up for you. Uh, before we get in, we also want to shout out the Studio Restaurant down Rocky Neck in Gloucester. Great location on the water. They just opened up recently with their beautiful... Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. When the people listen to this, it'll be today. Yes, today. So, for sure. Uh, Great call. I, I, think, I think they're opening, uh, cutting the ribbon Friday at four, going to open the deck for some food and drinks. Um, I don't generally eat down the studio oh, that much, but um, one, like, I mean, a couple times every summer when it first starts opening before it gets crazy, uh, you go down there, you hit the deck, you get a couple nice mixed drinks, and I mean, unbelievable view, especially when the tide's high, so... Hopefully, An important I mean, thing to note is half-price food. You yes. can swing by there, get a good meal on the cheap, and enjoy some nice drinks on the water. A nice nightcap, like a Sunday night. Maybe like bring that girl you've been thinking about texting. Maybe get the parents yeah. out. Yeah. A little date night. Slide in her into the little date night. I think, I think a lot of women would be smitten by that. So if you do, drink, drink, drink a choice down the studio, the rum punch, I got to tell you. And... uh I usually go. I'll go for like a, a one Bud Light. That's kind of like the, the calisthenics before you get your you get your base in for the day. You get a little uh -huh. stretched out, and then it's just like eight rum punches from there. Uh, we are in talks with the studio about maybe doing a live pod on the deck one night, depending on what we can do. But uh, I do know the people love the sushi down there, and the views incredible. You can see Uncle Steve doing naked yoga from across the way on his porch. <laughs> so we're at the price of admission down there. Absolutely. The studio that is down Rocky Neck. Check them out. So let's dive into it. 
without Tom, we had to dig in the bag of tricks. We do have a couple topics that we tossed in the back pocket from the last pod. If if you <laughs> happen to be listening, I hope you were, because we're the hottest pod on the Northeast right now, wiping down the Mason-Dixon line. So the first topic, and we could go on this one for hours, and it's going to bring us back to our youth a little bit, is recreational sports equipment. You know, your favorite types, and, and I'll lead us off. Um, because this one was near and dear to my heart, and I have a good story behind it, is the Nerf Vortex football whistling action with the tail fin. And there was one that I played in the West Parish schoolyard. We were chucking that thing around like a Montana to rice. Nobody's business, getting a good sweat on in the school clothes, as always. And I, I don't know, know whose ball it was, but I ended up taking it home with me. And my mom, being a mother, was like, oh, where'd you get the ball? So I had to come up with a story quick. And I was like, oh, the yard lady got it off the roof and just gave it to me. <laughs> so she had me write a letter to thanking the yard lady. So I had to mock up a letter. Just no never. Way. Yeah. I just How have I not heard that. Does she sat, know? Have you told her that? Or is she going to find out now? She'll probably find out now. She might not remember. <laughs> you didn't even think about it. That's <laughs> unreal. It's so long ago. It's it's statute of limitations at this yeah, point. No, that, what I do mean, you guys get? That's a great starter. Um, I I mean I have so many, but I'm gonna take one straight from the Quinn. I mean in mostly any household, the knee hockey sticks and nets are just unbelievable. Yeah, and it's it's so easy because there's really I mean they're fucking ten ten ounces each. You just let clappers go. People lay down in front of the net. And then before you know it, it's a full full on Donnie Brick. People just fighting because that was, that's what needs to happen. And I don't know if my dad used to let me win or what was going on there, but I used to fucking wax his ass in knee hockey. I I thought it was because I was tremendous at hockey. Turned out to not be true, but I mean, I used to I bury Curtis into the couch, and I mean, what's better than just ripping just knee hockey on the floor? And that's back in the day. Our house used to be like. I don't want to offend my parents, but it was a little bit of a shithole back in the day. Uh, it got to the point where the kitchen floor was so bad, my mom would let me just rip like pucks and rollerblades on the kitchen floor. Not, not ever again after that. We've broken so many vases in the house, but uh, it was linoleum, linoleum. It was. It was. I mean, I, I don't know if you you were young, but I can remember the old kitchen layout. You you used to stand on the kitchen sink and wave to Mrs. Swenson every night after dinner because that was your girl. But uh, <laughs> no, it was great, and I mean, knee hockey nets can't go can't go wrong. I'll tell you what, this might be a, a pussy take, but knee hockey tough on the knees, especially for <laughs> especially for. I was thinking that, but oh, it was yeah. it was such a good time that you kind of just everybody just played through it. It's such a guy move. You, you deal with the consequences later. You know you're gonna go to bed at night and probably gonna have to freaking cut up. I mean, th- there are good and bad carpets for it too. Like you know the, the hard basement carpets. Yeah. I played at the ILO. The ones That's that are kind of like ropes and they just digging into no, you. No, but we played. It was like hardwood. It was like cement and it had a rug over it. So it was yeah, like yeah. I, I had bruises on my knees. I got you. What do you yeah. got, first, Jay? I don't know what I'm gonna go with first, but first, Adam, you brought up something that just popped in my head. You talked about in in school and being the sweaty one. I was always sweating as a kid. Always, like, dude. In the like high school, you take a shower after, but in elementary school, you just sweat. You just, yeah, you just eat it. Just rip it. You know what the worst was? Uh, the, 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 I was just you just took the it out of my mouth. The pants with the zippers, but when you're yeah. in like gym class and you're say you slide on the floor, it rip. would yeah, cut, like, rip your knees. But they were. I, I always needed uh. Mr. Connedy to put him back on because I was I, I can't figure did it out. Did you ever fully take them off? Because I, I was would I would guy. unzip them and just let them hang by my yeah ass. hang that was cool yeah that was cool I had to I was I was there that I had to I was sweating enough. True. Um, I'll go. Me and my brother just we played so many like dumb games like we just made up. We used to do the in the basement we had like six foot ceilings and he would throw to me like five feet away but we would do ping pong ball yeah and the cooperstown little wooden bat and okay. he, i mean he's five years older than me so he would just do, like dominate me but it was it was a good time he also had coke bottle glasses so you were at an advantage yeah that's true it's just like the little shit you make up like if you like don't have anything like for some reason you lost a football or lost something you just we would just fight. We would play ping pong table on our kitchen, uh, ping yeah. pong on our kitchen yeah. table. 
we would just put tissue boxes across the middle and for some reason we had Dude. ping pong balls and paddles and that's, that's what we would do kurt kurt do you remember like after a birthday party something how long we would play with a balloon in the oh. living room the, oh, balloons the, are great. The, vo- the volleyball <laughs> that we would have with a balloon for probably five days after that balloon started <laughs> yeah, to fall out of the air was incredible. You just keep it in the house, and whenever you're sitting together, you just pop it up and be and like, let's go. No, dude, we let, and like when you were done with it, it would just hang in the computer and just wait for the next day. <laughs> oh, Adam, back at you. Yeah, uh, I, I'd like to touch on the different variations of the wiffle ball bats was like incredible when we were younger. It wasn't as big to begin with. It was just the standard yellow, which was fine. But then th- they came along. You had the, I believe it was the Griffey bat with the long black one with the handle, the nice yeah. handle. That was prime. Sparkles, yeah. You had the Maguire, the Vortex Maguire bat with the pink, hollow, purple that yeah. hit tanks. Um, no, 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 no. That was uh, that was the Piazza. Was the was plastic that the Piazza? one hollow? Yeah, the but hollow plastic the one. The one had that like almost felt like uh, foamy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the middle. Yeah, exactly. But you guys, but there was they, nothing better than cork in your own. Oh yeah. Some they, bouncy they, balls and some nice newspaper in there. Yeah. And just rip them. Maybe you get a what? tennis ball involved if you get the space. You know what's crazy? <laughs> and I mean that you just touched on my next pick. But you know what's crazy is how the the most simple wiffle ball bat has become the it's just in everything technology's gotten a hold of everything you it's can still, no. The yellow wiffle ball bat will never be it will never diminish. It's there for life. Right. It, it's, it's not the best, so but it's, it's perfect. Like you don't hit it too far. You don't hit it too yeah. uh yeah, close. It's to got you. the it, perfect field length. It is it is Americana. Yes. And if you were ever down Good Harbor Beach, I don't know, that's where I grew up. There were so many, and you had colors of electrical tape. Some kids were throwing yeah, yeah. Uh, throwing bouncy balls or uh, magazines in there, and it was it was awesome. The ball too, the ball it, that can't change. Remember yeah, the ball, ball that had yeah. those, on the full ball? It had the holes on it. Do you remember the hard plastic ball? With, they put yeah, the seams yeah, on, yeah, and no yeah, more. Yeah. Me and Cahill used to stand in his front yard, which is maybe thirty-eight feet long. And just throw the ball as hard as we can at each other. And just, it, I mean, and, those who can. And I, I never won because he was an absolute monster. Were you, but... were you guys big wiffle ball? Like, was that your Every game of choice? Yeah. Every day. See, not me. I wasn't a Like, as a kid, like, I played, but not, like, our game of choice was, like, tips at Matt Bamarino's because you know, he had a hoop. Tips you know was how, big, yeah. You know how in wiffle ball we were? Everybody had a home stadium. Yeah, that's so cool. Like, my house, as Kurt mentioned last pod, the Tory Hunter tree would absolutely right. snatch yeah. down lefty balls. <laughs> The house is on the left, so, like, if you hit it off the house, you could catch it. Brett Cahill, we had down uh, – we'd play outside the Gloucester Times. Yeah. And Santo yes. Lugrasso had the quintessential – it was maybe 28 feet long, but to hit a home – you threw gas. Yeah. And to hit a home run, he had an overhanging uh, balcony yeah. up to his grandmother's. He he got so into it, though, they made wooden yellow foul poles. Yes. And we put them on the end. It was, it was unbelievable. Santo P had a great wiffle ball, the home runs in the pool. Did his mother make you leave when it was dinner time, too? No, his mother. Oh, uh, we got banished his, from the Italian Tony, house. I'll tell you what, Santo can uh, attest to this. I am Tony P's favorite. Oh, dude, I can tell every, every fantasy draft we ever have, he says hi to you. He, he just says hi to you. He was like, like happy. a group of 10 people, hey, hey, Jason, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Here's Goomba. Yeah, literally, Ken, Kens, you forgot about kickball. It probably was towards our generation, but kickball from across the crosswalk going into the schoolhouse was probably my everyday activity growing up with Kevin Riley down the street. Do you remember when we'd go down Kev's, Kev's aunt and grandparents' house too and play in their backyard? Oh, absolutely. And then they got the trampoline. I almost died on that trampoline multiple times. <laughs> oh, if anyone's ever been to our neighborhood, shout out Hood Mile. Uh, no chicks ever run the Hood Mile. Still looking for the number one chick. If anyone wants to run it, hit us up in the DMs. But I would come home from school, and Curtis would be outside with Kevin Riley, who we nicknamed Meatball, who was an absolute electric factory. And then me and Sean would come home from school, and it was just like a three-hour two-on-two kickball game. To the point where there was so much space, nobody could actually catch the kickball. But you would 
just get pegged going to home if it came down to it or not. It's like a home run or a triple thrown out at home. Yeah. So it was um, it was incredible. So you kind of touched on it right there. Who was your who was your after school like crew most of the time? Like not even your friends, but like my after school crew was Matt Amarito and the Ielos. They had ten of them yep. and my brother. Uh, mine was growing up. It was Brandon PV. Uh, B man still lives down the street. Yep. It was uh, it was him, Brett Biondo, Paul Russo, Josh Sala. See that. And then I mean. Right, that's like the, that's grocery and the grocery. That's the hockey crew, but my everyday crew was like uh, Ryan Sears, all all seven Andersons, Ben Moore, <laughs> um, and uh, John German. That was unbelievable. And then when it got to the point where Kurt was out there ripping yeah. it, we took the Rileys in and uh, Maddie Teo. So we we had a real good we had a real good block. T man, T man, Terrence Lane. Oh, Terrence came. Yeah. Oh, the Russos right across the cross. I mean, Terrence got absolutely groomed by the Russos. Terrence is a stud of the fucking floor, like street hockey, floor hockey player yeah, now. Of the, yeah. And it helps that he's frigging chiseling wants to run through people. Yeah, but the, the street hockey culture down the end of uh, like Beauport and Madison Ave was out of control. Who do you got, Philpaw? Who was in the crew? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Chopping at the bit, I got a little <laughs> stuff flowing. Because you know enough I can shout out Magnolia on the pod. That's Hell what it's yeah. all about. Hell yeah. So I Magnolia. It was me, Latasa, Falsey, Anthony Falzerano, Whitey, Drew White, Nick Page, uh, Mazzoni, and then a couple of the West Gloucester boys would trickle in, Gil Brown, Burbine, and it was just, Magnolia, you're in your own little world, so we can just run around causing mayhem. Hey, you would be remiss to not mention, Alex, how you doing, Silvera. Yeah, I saw it today. Matter of fact, he let me pull out of the driveway. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. So there is a West Gloucester legend. Your age group, West Paris, like Chargers. I can't believe is, I forgot Taco. It's kind of all time. Love you, buddy. Your your Chargers teams and like the West Gloucester Magnolia crew. That's your like specifically your age is all time. Like you guys got twenty kids that are like the yeah. three Musketeers of Burbine. Gil Brown and Silvera. Yeah, I love that. So classic for all time, dude. That you could see them anywhere with drawstring backpacks, maybe some bikes, or they could just be kicking in the woods. They yeah, were we absolutely. That's the thing. We biked everywhere to Magnolia, till Silvera's house, and then they would bike to Magnolia, and we would just do whatever. Oh. Go down Burke's Field, play some baseball. No, I mean, and see, like, that. the best part is, like, everybody still lives in town. That's where everybody's coming from. And I mean, I love Silvera is one of my all-time guys. Great, great eighteen football team. Yeah, so, we drove so, bike road to Silvera's one time. There's a picture of it. I'll try to dig it up for the pod. We're in the woods. I think Berkey, Chris Burke's got a motocross Berkey. helmet on. He's wielding a ratchet in his hand. Everybody's got different weapons. Silvera's got the paintball gun, and he shoots me in the back with it point blank. And I'm like, ah, what the fuck was that, dude? And he's like, what? There's no CO2 in there? I'm like, dude, you just shot me with a paintball gun. He's like, there's no CO2. Look. And he shoots himself point blank in the hand, right in the hand. John, hey. John Silvera, great little league coach. Shout out, John. Oh, he also had, he used to have the VW Happy Bus, too. But, yeah, uh, that thing was Silvera, Alex Silvera, great fan of the pod. He actually called me uh, called me out a couple weeks ago. He was, he was doing his route, and he goes, hey, When's the next pod coming? I love listening to him. So shout out Alex, one of the all-time greats. But um, yeah. what else you got? We you said, uh, dude, gym class. You got to do the what's it called? I yeah. I just have before I get into the gym class, you have to shout out the tennis ball because when you were a kid, all time. When you were a kid, you didn't use it for its direct purpose. Never, you were no, playing never. tennis. It was you're playing wiffle ball with it. If you, I mean, if you're Curtis Quinn and you're spending seven hours a day whacking tennis balls off a brick wall, sure. Yeah. But it's mostly used for wiffle ball, uh, playing pickle in your backyard down the beach, or just like throwing at people. And then, I mean, it's a it's, true it's, Swiss it's, Army it's, knife. It's, is, a, it's a utility yes. guy. It's is the broad cult of, of is, balls. Is it the most versatile? I would say is that ball, just like. Yeah, then you see them in middle school. They have them on the bottoms of chairs and desks. And even just like what, like sitting in the living room watching TV, like me, my dad, and my brother just tossing it around like playing catch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I mean, watching American Idol season. Dogs, dogs love tennis balls. Like, yeah, and so if you're the and if you if you're the guy who's directed to go down to CVS and get a new pack of tennis balls, you get that first couple of whiffs. Oh boy! Oh, when the first whiff is better than. 
But uh, Jaybird, Jaybird just mentioned a little. Yeah, go ahead, Kurt. Don't forget the elderly love tennis balls for underneath the walker. Those things are lifesavers. <laughs> yeah. True. Never forget. True. You know, we got the sign on uh, right when you get into Glossar on the rotary. It says, is, uh, stop elderly abuse. So let's stop that. Let's <laughs> stop that. Nobody needs to be beaten yeah. up on old people. <laughs> but uh, Jaybird mentioned a little bit right here. You, you get into like gym class equipment. The two things that come to my mind right away are the foam dodgeballs, which were used for everything. Tommy John Central. Yeah. I mean, you're just letting them rip. And then shout out for a school in uh, Mr. Silva, Miss Bradshaw's uh, obstacle course. The like scooters. The, the hard plastic Scooter, scooters yeah. with the four shootable wheels on it and you're just mucking around there running into people so the i mean those are the, that's just childhood right there if you're going to gym class and it's borderline like we don't really know what to do with you so we're going to give you a couple scooters and some dodgeballs maybe you use them together but yeah. great like unbelievable hour of school right there gym class is all time like yeah the shit you did in gym class we played we had um it was kind of like field hockey but the this the, the Blade of it was huge. Yeah, foam yeah, yeah. With the squishy balls, Absolutely. and we would have like a like floor hockey. People forget Beeman School fourth and fifth grade after school floor hockey. I I went over two in the championship. I've, I've back to back L's in the championship. I've never wanted to go to Beeman in my entire life because you had to do gym where you ate lunch, which was kind of bananas to me. Shout out full of school. We had a cafeteria. We had a cafeteria and a gym because we were. How are you? But uh, I, I've never felt more FOMO in my life than people playing floor hockey after school. And like that's the best. Oh, you, know, you guys didn't have an after school sports league. No, dude, we were we were getting we shuttled off to like child development and stuff. Guy, do you think you think full school can hold places like Philly D for more than six hours a day? You shouldn't. Me? People talk yeah. about about full school like it's a mecca, and they don't no. even have an after school program. Guy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't have to house eight kids fucking spinning each other playing full hockey. <laughs> First of all, Plum School, Plum Cove School, all time. It's six classrooms and it's one hall. That's what we did before Beeman, but. The after-school program, what did you guys have? Floor hockey was all time. We had a different – it switched with the season, so you'd have – They juggled. They love juggling. Oh, we did have juggling club. It was a club. <laughs> it wasn't the leagues. It was just the club. Start off with scarves. If you got good, you'd go to balls, then rings. <laughs> <laughs> we did just had these sheets every day, and you just had to write your name on it, and then your parents signed off, and you'd just give your tab each day if you were staying after, and you'd get put on teams. And you'd play everything from floor hockey to basketball to whatever. Kind of legit. I mean, West Paris is like a middle school nowadays, so. Full of school. Have you been in that school? By far the grittiest walk uh, for their students coming back into town. Going behind, like, Varian and all. Uh, oh, no, no. Bonco. Bonco, baby. You got the 1008 beneath you. Yep. Some people got to go down Burnham's and through Green Street. And then you got the highway on the other side. Yeah, go on. I'm not exactly calling so walk the highway, down you Green go fishing Street. At the reservoir. Uh, Shout out, Brian. Serious. Ready walk. Green, Here's what I never it's got. not Green Street, though. You're thinking if you've ever been up to the top of Gloucester Ave, you got Varian and Bombco up there. Not Varian. Yeah, what, yeah. Is it Varian? Yeah. We're like Aaron German lives. Yeah. Shout right. out, EJ. Ten. It's not Corliss. It sounds like it. We always get our meal. Oh, no. uh, Carlisle. Carlisle, it is ten Carlisle. But uh, what was I just gonna to, say? To give, I think we might have to. I have a couple more great things that I grew up playing with. Yeah, get to them. The the pinky, you remember the pinky ball? It's just that rubber ball. The pink one. Yeah, yeah. Me and Santo, me like and Sa- myself and Santo Lagrasso spent hours ne- at his like neighbor's house without ever asking if we could use their stairs. But we, the goal was you throw the ball down and you try to hit like the corner. Uh, the peak of the stair yeah. because th- we played a baseball game, mm-hmm. but the thing is, when you missed, it smoked the door, and we are absolutely crucifying people's doors, and they're coming out like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." But uh, the last one I'm gonna bring up is the- <laughs> that couple. was it. That's the story. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just a great. <laughs> it's a great piece of equipment. But you ever play with those things that you throw across the ankle and you the skip it? Yeah, we. The Quinn McDonald uh, Brown family. We have uh, we have jump rope at Easter, and I think that's like the simplest piece of 
recreational equipment Skip you could ever have. Is that what it was called? Oh, the jump rope, you said. The jump rope's incredible, yeah. but same kind of concept. The skip, it had that plastic thing where you, it was a circle around your ankle. It was that fucking Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But the jump, the jump rope's incredible. I mean, great cardio, too, but you can get a ton of people. I think the record's about 14 people in one jump rope at Easter. The skip it reminded me of the bop it. That's not a recreational thing. Oh, bop, great, bop it was all great time. toy. Adam, you got any last minute? What what else? Any last ones you want to get in or no? You know, I'm really jonesing to get to the next topic real quick because yeah. I like it. What do we got? I'm not to cut you guys off. Seems like you might have peaked back back in the early days. I'm just kidding. That was me. I don't even know what he said. Anywho, anywho. <laughs> We got to get to it. We put it in the back pocket, wanted to bring it back out this week. And that is daytime TV when you're homesick from school back in the day. What were you watching? Everybody knows the, the usual shows. I got one that's kind of unique, I guess. Um, but well, yeah, some of you guys started off if you want. I just want to know what, like, what was your home? Where did you go? Were you home or did you have to go to like an aunt's or? No. Oh, my God. I was home. There was, there was, was, yeah, I was home. nobody. My parents you, weren't even home. when you were in like elementary school. Um, very. I mean, pretty early. Mom was going to work, whether it was Citizens Bank of the or Bass Rocks. I mean, my father was always delivering the mail, so it was. So if you were in, like, I mean, my my aunt would watch me after school, but if you were in like she first also, grade and you had to stay home sick, you would just by yourself. I mean, mom, that that early, mom would probably stay home with me. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Would yeah, you... my mom would just stay home. I was a I was a grandparent. So I would go to uh, what's the street? Where did my brother live? More in place. Yep. Eight more in place. Over by, by the, the oval. oval. We would have the high school kids walking for butt breaks on lunch at the oval. But yeah, I would go to my grandparents' house. And I'll go first, and I'm gonna take the obvious, and it's a hundred percent the Price is Right. There is nothing like friggin'. Yeah. Have you seen the Dane Cook special, like, circa 2007? He's doing the... And they're running down the thing, bringing all happy. And are you going to be one of those people that that um, bet a dollar in the thing because you think everyone went over? Knowing the price is right, people will bet a dollar because they think everyone went over. I don't, I don't think I'm that I don't type. see myself as that guy. Or when someone says like nine hundred and you go nine oh one, there's, there's a little. But at the, <laughs> you're no, I'm with you on that kind, of, but it's it's all about playing the game. Yeah, you play to win the game. When I when you like don't, some... when you have when you have the hand and you're like, some guys at twelve hundred right now, clearly I'll not go. it. Yeah, you go twelve. Nine hundred's low. I'm getting into that final showcase. Nine oh one. How else would I win that pimped out RV I that I could go? Up? I'll take that back. I don't. I think the nine oh one so like mean to the other person it's almost funny but i think one dollar so i'd bad. probably go nine. i would do like if i'm doing one dollar i would it's do chick. like you gotta go check. yeah like 14.99 like i'll do like nine bucks 99 cents but the, the best part about that was we grew up in bob baker's heyday that microphone the skinny long mic <laughs> yes. and, and him beating up happy gilmore was just unbelievable not as today daytime happy. <laughs> Now you've had enough, bitch. <laughs> and he just, his old saggy <laughs> The price is wrong. The price is wrong, Bobby. But I mean, the whole, you have That's to That's what I you. wanted to bring up is I feel like there's some hardos out there that are like Bob Barker only. But Drew no, Carey was pretty fucking good. I think it's just a show. It's I, not like Bob. No, none of make them. It. I think Alex it. Trebek is the only one that's like very, very good. The rogue Trebek. But like, if anyone was the first Price is Right host. <laughs> Sajek, Sajek and Suck Trebek. It, Trebek. <laughs> Your mother's a dog. <laughs> but Sajek and Trebek are like the two guys. I mean, but and they're back to back too, so they're kind of packaged. But I think Sajak is replaceable. But then not I mean, now. But you, like, no love for Drew Carey at all. So no, I don't love Drew because I'm a I'm a notorious fat Drew supporter. Yeah. His skinny ass doesn't do it for me. Whose line is it anyways? Though all time show. At the beginning, now it's a little watered down. What else? We're spending too time, too much time on prices, right? What else we got? Same Bye. age group, different point of the day. Yeah. I just want to men- mention the Man Show with uh, Norm McFarlane and Tom Arnold. That was out of control. But then that the show that you're going with if you're staying home from school, and it's a back to backer. It's Springer and it's Maury. 
and you're just looking at the world go at itself. And I'm sitting there and I'm having my fucking honey nut Cheerios and maybe an egg or waffle if I'm lucky, feeling like shit. And that place is popping off. And my mom would, and it got the point when I could stay home alone, mom would come home like a couple times in the day and check on me. And she'd be like, dude, what are you watching? Stop watching that. And I am zonked into the screen <laughs> because it's unbelievable daytime television. Little did she know you were on the computer watching some grosser shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, I, and then I sprinted to the couch. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. I wasn't there with Maury. And I went to Jerry Springer Live once. It was sick. But we got to get a bus down there. It. I've never. I don't, do you watch that full part? Or no, my mom didn't allow that. Yeah, I watched some of that for sure. My show was uh, this is later afternoon MTV or underrated one of the most underrated shows of all time. It still runs reruns, but it's <laughs> Cheaters. <laughs> you, we I, watched that show at Chessie one time yeah, for ten dollars. Yeah. So, so no matter how sick you were, you know you can can't even stomach food. You got a little cinnamon toast. You can't even get it down. But when you, that show comes on, you see the logo. Put up the logo for him, Curdy. You just, whatever you got in you, just give one. Cheaters. Just was, the, so we, we watched this like last summer. A with the meat bit. lover's pizza. Oh my God. The, the, the guy who was running the show couldn't help himself. It was, it was a woman banging the pizza guy. And the <laughs> husband's out of control. And the, the TV show host comes up. He goes, wait a minute. And he's talking to the pizza guy. He goes, so you, you gave her... A sausage pizza and then you gave her your sausage <laughs> the way he delivered it was out of control he, he was just and, like yeah and then the woman just like nodded her head the husband's fucking like driving a lawnmower fighting him and the pizza guy he took he took the little uh the hood off the car and he got out of there but uh yeah. just epic battles of infidelity it's probably made up but it makes for great oh, who, cares? who cares who cares oh, is right. the, the walks of earth that they get on that show i don't care if they made them up in a lab no what what, unbelievable. Were your, what what were you guys' parents like at uh, taking sick days? So what like, was they, worse, yeah. Jay, than coming back home after school or if you were sick and Trish Quinn is watching Days of Our Lives or something all day you long? Go, you beat me. You beat me. That was going to be my end to like the that, thing. That's everybody's mother, right? Like every single mother at that point in the world was watching Days of Our Lives. No, I don't even know what that show is. I would come home from school, and from 2.15 to 3 o'clock, it was like the longest six – it was 45 minutes. It was about six hours of my life. I'm trying to, like, hang out, watch TV if it's shitty out, and my mom is absolutely zonked into soap operas. Back to back, too. Curtis, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was touching on that. Rose wasn't a soap opera lady. Oh, my mom crushes General <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> crushes. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. So, and they, they, and I, I want to say that, like, multiple of, of them have the same actors. So they're, like, crossing and everything. And I got to give I gotta give mom her day due. She, I mean, I don't know if that, that was a time that passed. I shouldn't watch those anymore. But that was fucking brutal. It's like the soap operas. I don't, like, it's. It is the soap opera. Yeah, it's not like it's it's no, not the soap opera. I'm saying the Lifetime movies. It's like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. the same. It's cringy. I, the worst actors. It's the worst acting ever. of all. I don't time. get it. I don't get like where like it's almost like they're trying to be funny and be bad. There was a guy named Sonny back in the day. He's ingrained into my memory. That guy fucking sucked. Sonny from General Hospital, dude. <laughs> yeah, the Silver Fox. <laughs> yeah. How could I not know who that guy is? <laughs> Italian stallion. That's too funny. What else? I'm trying to think. You guys could have a another segment on, you know, shows you watch before heading to school because there's just a plethora of those. Hey, oh, dirty back pocket. Throw it in it. Yeah, chuck it. <laughs> chuck it in the lead, guys. Oh man, I honestly I have one, but I can I can I can cipher off of it. Oh, dude, that's too funny, Curtis. I'm so glad. I got, you, were, you were about six, seven, eight angry little bastards. Like, mom, what the fuck? I got the after-school MTV raps. Carson Daly. And it's it's when I was in middle school, high school, probably middle school, but the next bus. And also, yeah. 
Broom Raiders. Broom Raiders. And so what was the one that went on the dates with like the parents and the parents picked? Oh. And they yeah. either picked like the ex boyfriend or there were two new guys. Yeah. And I don't oh. get like 12 year old me like really thought like that was real. <laughs> like how it, it goes to show like how. Dude, and the boyfriend was always a douche. <laughs> such a douche. It goes to show how stupid like you are when you're in like. Middle school, you're still so dumb, dude. What, the what about Cribs and Pimp My Ride? Cribs, Pimp, yeah, but those are good shows. Like, exhibit, those are good shows. exhibit. Like next, <laughs> the friggin' Blacklight in Room Raiders. <laughs> like, if you go in room, like I'm 25, you go in my room today with the Blacklight. It's still fucking it's, disgusting. It's fluorescent. Who is that? No it's fluorescent. That. Huh? Who is that picture? That's Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, just the black light is so fucking true. And dude, the show, the show when, that you're talking about when they bring the douchey, the douchey boyfriend. What was in. it? Do you know the name? No, but I then they the bring name. like the nice guy in, and at the end of the show, the yeah. chick's got the whale tail up by her shoulders, and she's like, "I'm staying with my man." The funniest part yeah, is the parents. The parents are like, "Shit, it's yeah. the, <laughs> it's the same like plot line every time. It's a douchey boyfriend." It's know, a yeah. douchey other guy, and it's a nice yeah. other guy, and the and the daughter gets it. That's the funniest thing ever. Oh. Dude, and that that was like prime TV back in the day. Yeah. I mean, we're going to use remiss, but none of us want to say it because it's the obvious goat, but SportsCenter was... Yeah. Was, I could watch it back in the day, eight times a day. You wake up, right. what time school? Seven something? Eight That's something? That's the top ten. So you wake up, you go, Mom, I'm sick. And you watch the 7 o'clock sports center, the 8 o'clock sports center, the 9 o'clock sports yeah. center, the 10 o'clock sports center. And by then, you're reciting lines. And then the sport, and then the sports reporters are coming on. You say, oh, I'm going to go watch Yeah, Maury. and then on Price is Right. Yeah, yeah. Maury Price is Right. You're on. But, I mean, but back in the day, sports center was, you're, get, you're getting two and a half, like, you get a minute of highlights for each game that played that night. There was none of this feeder bullshit. We weren't talking about, like, how many times LeBron pissed in the morning. It was sports. You're seeing all the best plays, like eight plays from a baseball game every day. What I don't get is, obviously, you get your scores whenever you want because you get a cell phone. But I still knew the scores the night before I watched that Sports Center. So, what, like, I still want, I would still watch Sports Center if it gave me a highlight of every video, like every game. Yeah. Because I know the score. I knew the score before, but, but back I want to see if it's a baseball game. I want to see a big hit in the seventh inning. I want to see what happened when the guy stole the base. Like, but they back in the days when you're talking when we were younger, you got every game. That was it. You won't even see half the games now. Back in no. the day, sports center from every sport. Oh, every game. Every sport that was played they would last night, you got every game. Hockey, they gave yeah. you ten second highlights. It's fine they didn't though. Have it, a showed up. it showed up. They didn't have a contract, but they would like. A baseball game, they'd give you a big hit in the first inning, a big hit in the fourth, a big hit in the sixth, like a big strikeout in the seventh. You I had was, the rundown like, box, so that. you knew what you were getting into. What and the best part was you wake, up, you wake up at 6.50 just to get the top 10 because the top 10 started at like 6.53, 6.54. And then after that, you get the game, you see where it happened. Right. Oh. Any others, Phil? You got any others? I, I think nope. that's it for me. Just cheaters. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out and these play every hour of the day, but in some infomercials were unbelievable. From when like early in the morning, <sighs> the pans, the pans that don't stick. I would watch those early in the morning, and then in high school, when I came home at night and I was shit faced, and I'd make a sandwich and sit on the couch, and my mother would walk downstairs and be like, "What are you doing?" I would watch infomercials for two hours on the couch and just like zonk. Two hours, I would watch them for seven. Uh, the Jack Chop, the Set It and Forget It, the Sham Wow. Oh my, the Sham the, Wow guy. I bought a Magic it. Bullet for Christmas when I was like 13 because of the infomercial. <laughs> and I use it for chocolate milk. It would make it a little thicker and like milkshakes. Dude. Pop a pot. The, the, the friggin', what was he, British guy that was doing, the, the infomercials were so. Dude, the, you got it, the Sham Wow guy was itching his neck. He was like, Sham Wow, fucking yeah. Jack The up. knife guy, but wait. There's more. <laughs> We'd be remiss not to shout out Billy Mays. Oh, all right. Billy Mays here. Billy Mays here. What was he? What was his? Uh, it was it was something away. It wasn't Chipotle away. Oxy that's clean. a Oxy clean. Shout out Bree. Bree just came in. That's our Piago. Bree from the uh, commercials. No, but my mom would come down probably 2 o'clock in the morning like to go to the bathroom, and the TV would be blaring 
and me eating any leftovers in the fridge. You'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm just I'm just hanging out. Marshall chilling. And so I'd watch two hours and go to bed. But... All right. All right. We are off and running. The segment you guys come to see from near and far. It is <laughs> the broadcast. Give an old. <laughs> Love that. Even though we have an official horn, I will still do the manual. I like it. I like when you listen back and we do the manual. And then Cardi hits us with the automated. Bam, yes, bam, bam. Sure. It's a good mix. I'll kick us off. Um, I know we'll save Kenzie for last. We'll bat yeah. in the cleanup spot. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned for that. So my fraud of the week is going back to Facebook and you see those posts that's like, oh, so-and-so is too young to claim their prize of this fully furnished brand new uh, mini home or the uh, souped up 2020 uh, Jeep Cherokee with the, the blown off doors and it's all murdered out. And people are like sharing it thinking like, do you actually think that you, you're going to win this? And like these people just keep losing for the first time because they're 18 years old. It's like, I don't even understand the marketing behind it. So I guess my fraud is twofold fraud, the two for four. To full fraud and the companies that are doing it, and also the people who are resharing the posts thinking that they're going to win the tiny home. So, you're telling me that I never had a chance at women winning that cheap <laughs> wrangler? No. No, all right. no I, I think brand it's awareness, not, I guess. Dupes me. It's not even the ones that say like they were too young to get it, it's just the ones that are just like. Retweet, oh, you have a chance. Retweet, like, share, comment three people, and you have a chance to win this 2020 Jeep Wrangler. Yes, yeah, send us a blood sample in the mail. Maybe we'll pick. <laughs> well, we called Mrs. Hooper three times, and she never picked up. <laughs> so we'll I, raffle it off again. I think the frauds are more the people sharing it. I, I, I mean, the company is it. It's never from like the Jeep Facebook page. It's for just from like a random person how how the fuck do you know where it's coming from you haven't seen that you haven't seen the what's that first word they call it i always see it. if you share it i see who it was originally from oh my bad i'm a fraud literally oh the right. self-indictment <laughs> the 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 cars aren't bad i really don't like the camping things or like the mini houses people just i don't do they think they're actually gonna win it or do you think they're just doing it like just cause I don't know. I mean, I'm a huge RV guy. Like camp, like going down to a college football game in an RV is my dream. I'm still not sharing those fucking things because I'm never gonna win that. And if I did, I'd probably move. I'd probably live in it. And that'd be my house for the rest of my life. That'd be sweet. Kurt, what do you got for fraud? So this one goes to the pantry. You don't get a lot of a food or a grocery item frauds, but I'm going with one a day men's health multivitamins and <laughs> the biggest reason i have for this is i'm sitting there just you know eating my one a day and all of a sudden i look at you know what is actually in this gummy and what it says is two per serving so i'm like well that's weird is it saying i want to get two in per day i go and look it up on a little on the old google machine and sure enough, it's why don't we call it two a day? You're supposed to be taking two gummies a day, not one a day. It's it's fraudulent. I'll do a little callback right here. MTV show two a days. They do make Uber high. They do market <laughs> it. Great, great show. But that is fraudulent. They should Makes just you it wonder it. why they just didn't make a bigger gummy. Yeah. To make it one a day. Yeah. Who's, who, who's the quarterback in Hoover Days? Who, who behind? John uh, Parker Wilson. John Parker Wilson. He played ball and foot. Played baseball I, and football. You know Alabama. You know what's crazy? I didn't even think about that. Like what you said, just make it one big gummy. Right. I didn't think like when Curdy told us that before the show, and that didn't even come up in my head. Can't you just put? <laughs> can't you just put more nutrients into one of the small gummies? Yeah, just pack it. Just but, pop and then it. you make less money. So, Kurt, does it say? You're going to have to clip the, like, nutrition facts in, but it, does it say for, like, a smaller person, like, take yeah, one? No, it's strictly, like, it's average, average adult male, 
You take two per but, uh, day. Have... It's supposed to be one in the morning, and then like one at night is the recommended. This so they is should a do like a, a one. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, we have a go ahead. Are you still? Do you still take them? I do. Yes. So you're getting bitched by the fraudulence. Yeah. Yeah. You buy those fucking right. things. Yeah, I I do. Do you think the the <laughs> even like the like the Flintstone gummies like those are an enabler. Do those you, are. Do you yeah. think the the one a day the two a days are better than the Flintstones? You might as well eat fucking Barney Rubble while you can. The one a days like these ones taste great. They're like a fruit no, snack. What, why? Think they what actually, is the, what's the purpose of eating them? Yeah. Do you think they actually like make you healthier? So there's a lot of research out there. Um, oh that, wait, wait, wait. Research. research. Give, uh, at the end of the pod, I want uh, links to your research. Okay, I will. I will provide them to you from. We're the... excited, MLA. None of that Chicago way. MLA format. Okay, uh, yeah. So some of the websites will say, you know, it's a myth. This doesn't work. Blah blah blah. I did read one article that had two different viewpoints from actual doctors, so I I figured that was a good one to read, and they said. One of the doctors was supporting taking one a days, but it's like 20 years down the road. So if you start in your 20s at 40, you're like heart, cardiovascular, all that's better. Um, but the other doctor oh, okay. was saying they didn't discount that fact, but they were like, in the short term, it really doesn't do anything for you. Right. So, so that's like me doing two push-ups a day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, you could look at it as like the mile a day instead of, you know, just doing two push-ups. Well, so wait, I think you can eat a two of those gummies harder than two pills. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean, guy? I think two pills and not pills, even gummies. Two gummy bears and doing two push-ups is probably. I'll take a couple of high repos a day. Literally, if you give me two gummy bears a day, I'll do it. <laughs> give me those. If you give me those friggin' Welsh's fruit snacks, I'll eat six oh, packs a day. God, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, Bobby. Yeah. All right, Jay, what do you got for us? All right. I honestly was struggling all day with my fraud of the week. Uh, shout out last week. I forgot to give a shout out. Um, my fraud of the week. Uh, my girlfriend gave it to me. She was mad. I didn't shout her out. She's in the room with me right now. So I got to shout her out. Big smile out of her. But my fraud of the week today. So she's been trying to go to Seaport all week. Because she want not even all week, two weeks in a row. Because she wants their onion rings for some reason. She likes their onion rings, best in town. We've been trying to call them for for two weeks. Literally, like they open at twelve thirty, they close at seven. Combined in the past two weeks, we've probably called them forty five, fifty times. Not even. I'm not kidding. That's a lot of fucking time to call for a reservation. To just call for a reservation, and they just haven't picked up. Which doesn't, like, if you're open, you pick up if you're a restaurant. So she, like, by the luck of God, she's got today off. She called today. They answer. And she says, can I have a reservation for tonight? No same-day reservations. So, like, okay. I'm a little aggravated. We'll go fuck ourselves. I don't get the no same-day reservations. What's the difference between me calling yesterday and calling today if you can guarantee me coming at 6 30 p.m with two people why don't you like you should have said to them exactly what you just said all right i'm a little aggravated we'll go fuck ourselves (laughs) she called Uh, so they say no same day they say no same day reservations you just gotta call ahead so we go kayaking we get back kayaking i get in my car i say we gotta go home and change i say hey Call Seaport. We'll do the call ahead. They answer. Okay. Come down in the next half hour and you'll be fine. We come down in the next half hour and I get there and we pull in and I notice 12 to 14 people just sitting outside waiting for a table and my blood starts boiling. (laughs) And I'm like, these people better not have called ahead because if we have to wait for our table, like what's the point even calling ahead? We get to the thing. We're waiting in line. The lady before, she goes, yeah, we called ahead. Uh, my name's blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, okay. Uh, it's going to be an hour and a half wait. <laughs> and I look at Bree. And um, I <laughs> was so fucking mad. And I was like, what is the point of calling ahead? If you're going to tell me when I get there, I got to wait there for an hour and a half. 
So I will honestly. Whoa, whoa! Can I call time out here? Did you make it to the front of the line? No, we were second, and I heard the lady said we called ahead. What's the wait? Did you wait? Did you submit a name when you called ahead? Yes, Brianna Fernandez. So the, you guys never listen, made it. Listen, listen, listen. The lady ahead of me, we were late. The lady ahead of me, she goes, we called in, and the lady goes, okay, it's an hour and a half, and she goes, okay. So what was the point of me calling in if we got to wait an hour and a half? She goes, oh, well, you're in front of everyone that like came here without calling in. Dude, what? And I was like, the point is, first of all, the no same-day reservations makes no sense to me. And also, what's the point of calling ahead if I'm still – like, if I say I'm going to call ahead, they should say, okay, like, the wait's an hour and a half. And I would say, oh, okay, like, no big deal. I, you can take my name out. Yeah, that's pretty they, right. We got down there. I parked. It took me fucking a 30-point turn to park. Hey, I didn't worst, worst fucking parking lot in all of the land. <laughs> They right, got those fucking they got those fucking dorks in the red friggin' polo t-shirts. Like you oh, might as well drive into the fucking harbor, let alone park in their parking lot. I literally got into my car after we <laughs> after the they said no. not a dork. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out cousin Jill, because then like you finally get to a table oh. seven hours later and yeah. Jill's fucking and, Jill. and, and Jill's <laughs> angry at you <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> just because she's busy. No, but honestly, I got in the car after and I was just. You know when you're just so irrationally mad? Like, you shouldn't be that mad, but I was just... She was like, calm down. And I was like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I honestly said to her, I was like, I calmed down. Like, we went to Minglewood, and I looked at her, and I was like, don't ever ask me to go to, <laughs> Don't ever ask me to go to Seaport again. I will never set foot in that place. Hey, hey they, you heard it first from the cast. Seaport, cancelled. 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 Hey, we're on to friggin'... Yeah, we're on to the studio, baby. Well, you have the the deck. You got Uncle Steve's horn. Half off. Oh, you got and you got some rum punches. All right, the the studio. This is what we've been waiting for. This is, I, I, I mean, Jay, that was a lot of passion there. I mean, that was borderline hate of the week, fraud of the week. That was great. Kurt, you should have saw me in the car. That's what makes it good. Fraud of the week, passion. Convicted. I don't get mad. I was fuming, and she thought I was mad at her. And I was like, I am like, oh, the, the shit yeah. that was going through my head. I was saying bad words. Yeah, you'll show you her. You'll show her mad at her later. Whoa. Ooh, how old? I mean, you want it, I, Curtis. I, you would have loved this because I wish at Brooksy's on Saturday night because passion doesn't even describe what came out of my body. We're sit, so my fraud of the week. I'm not even gonna even single a name out. People no. are just gonna actually know, but. I so I got this guy, thought he was a buddy. <laughs> still, still is a buddy, but he fucking scummed me. But he gives me a call. He's like, "Hey, uh, bud, like, uh, what do you think about pre-approving me?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. When when do you need to get pre-approved?" He's like, "Oh, actually today." I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure. Just come over after work. I'll like I'll spend some time with you." And the bet the the thing that makes him a fraud is. He goes, yeah, yeah, I could have got pre-approved online, but I want to, I want to give the loan to you. And I'm like, oh, great. People that don't know, residential loan officer at Bank Lost are probably the most premier bank on Main Street. I don't even know if there is another bank on Main Street. I don't know. I don't know if Mike Lost could even test that. But I so think I, front so, door is not on Main Street. Uh, yeah. And yeah, there is. Well, it's not the front door. Hey, hey wait, there's nothing see, wrong with hey, the back door. Hey, are you? Hey, you're listening to someone employed by the fucking bank, scumbag. Shut the hell up. But anyway, I would be remiss if I didn't get back to my story. So, I, yeah, I tell, I tell my buddy to come over We from about to 6 to 8 p.m. Not to mention I've been grinding, sweating over my laptop from 8 to fucking 5. So 6 o'clock comes. <laughs> normally, normally I have a couple of drinks. You were grinding? Yeah, You grinding. were grinding from 8 to 5? I, forget- I can't even believe you were going to... No, I can't believe you're gonna step in. So grinding, it was. I mean, I might as well have been doing up downs all day, sweating in my bed. And oh. six o'clock comes. I, I'm in the middle of cooking dinner. I had to shut the stove down. Didn't even eat today. But my buddy comes in. He, he gives me his financial. We, we do this whole thing, and I'm like, you know what, bud? I think you can do this. Like the house he's looking at, wonderful. Loved it. We and we put a pre-approval letter to him and gave it to him within the day. Within the day. And he was pumped. Great customer service. That's what I pride myself on. If you right. need it, I have it. Or the people. <laughs> For the, chicks, the people. 
if you need it. That's that, oof, yeah, that's when the sun goes down. Anyway, <laughs> so the point comes where I see him this weekend. I'm like, hey, bub, like what what happened? And he's like, oh, it's it's still in the early stages. And I'm like, what do you mean? I am the early stages. I am the lone guy. I walked you through every stage. And he's like, oh, I'm like, so did you put an offer in? Yeah, yeah, sure, I did, of course. And and he still didn't give me anything. I'm like, so what happened? He goes, oh, oh, I got accepted. I got the offer. And I'm like, so what early stages do you think that I don't need to know about? I run the loan. He goes, oh, oh, don't worry about it. He goes, I went online. I'm getting a loan through someone online. And I said, you have to be fucking shitting me. And I looked at him, and he he didn't get it. He didn't even understand it. And the I'm not even mad at the point that he went to someone else for a loan. To this point, I'll tell everybody, I've told people before that came to me, if you can get a better rate, I'll, I, I've even found people better rates that we're going to do. But to the point where his fucking stupid, dumpy ass told me that he got the fucking house and he just like matter-of-factly told me he was going through someone not even somebody, someone fucking online. I was absolutely bullshit. I fucking put him on the spot. He, he was he on his heels. He for a bot. He couldn't even say fucking words to me. And then I told him, he gave me the rate that he got. I got quoted a better rate because I've been working on his loan for about five days. And he goes, oh, well, I could still come with you. And I said, like, fucking hell you can. I go, I hope you pay two more fucking points and you got quoted for, you scum fuck. Are you kidding me? You think I'm... I don't even care about the fucking commission. I hope he burns in fucking hell. <laughs> Whoa. And are you fucking... But the thing is, he's standing there and he's like... He doesn't even know what to say. And I'm looking at him and I'm testing him. And I'm just angry at that point. I got Jimmy Nicolosi looking at me, laughing like he's never laughed before. And the kid wouldn't say a fucking word. And, I, and the the point where he thought oh 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 you can do better than that i'm gonna come for you after you were about to go to fucking record and not tell me are you kidding me cuz and i'm not gonna say any names but he was a former sponsorship holder of this podcast i i do Adam not still get the hat on i Adam don't still get the hat i don't know or i don't know if he runs eiffel fitness that fucking <laughs> fraud ass fitness company that walks like three blocks every day you're gonna call yourself a fucking fitness company i mean I don't even know. What do you what do you fucking walk up? You take a scooter around the block? Are you shitting me? That's my fraud of the week. I ain't going to say any names, but fuck that. I was bullshit. I'm still bullshit. He's banned from my house for about six, seven, eight more days. Yeah. That's my fraud of the week. <laughs> Scumbag. He can suck it. I'll tell you what. That's I the most powerful disagree. ending to a fraud week. With what, with what Kenzie said, but I just think he didn't know. Yeah, but the thing about didn't knowing it, the thing about, no, I will even, I will agree, people don't know the process and everything, which is fine, but you just to, gotta walk communicate. In, to walk into that party for 45 minutes, <laughs> no, that's why not, not even mention it, and then me ask you, and you're just like, yeah, I went to fucking, yeah. I went to rocket, fucking redrocketmortgage.com, you can go take a fucking hike. Skin no, I mean, he definitely should have. Skinner. <laughs> all he could, all, all he could have said is just, "Hey, like I got someone else." And oh, that been Jay, fine. Jay, if the day that the offer was accepted, if he said, "Hey, Ken's, I got a better offer," yeah. I was, you know, good for you, like Curtis, cut that, cut that fucking first name. I, I think saying, it's know? better that you had the better rate too. That makes it way more hilarious, and then out of spite. Oh, no, no, that makes the best because when my guy called me like two days after getting quoted. I was waiting, waiting for the call to say that he got the house so I could like hype him up and like, hey, this is what we could get you. But he, he settled for about half a point higher and then thought that I was even going to think about. And <laughs> I, I hope that no one at work's listening because I guess, yeah, don't that's, this, I guess that's technically yeah, business. Well, this is just Spotify. But, but take, take a fucking walk on that, you fucking muff. <laughs> Take your fucking half a mile walk this... in the morning with you up the curve. Suck my fucking balls. <laughs> yeah, a live event that no one's going to watch because you're a fucking fraud. Imagine watching a fraud's live event. Like, anybody gives a fuck. Uh, Go off, King. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a very, 
the the best part is I know the address that he bought. I am going to TP that house for six straight months after he buys it and he's in there. I'm going to t- he would be he would be fucking remiss. I'm probably not even using this right if there's not a flaming pile of dog shit on his front step. He called the shit who. <laughs> so there's there's too much passion there. Yeah. No, there's never too much passion. Never too much. Those words were palpable. <laughs> good that's word. A good word. Good that's word. A wow, that's a lot to digest. <laughs> Electricity. Well, there you have it, folks. That's what the people came to see, and that's what we try to do here. It's all about putting asses in the seats. That's all it is. And I know if you're listening, you enjoy it, so tell a friend to tell a friend, because we're taking this rocket ship, not rocket mortgage, just the ship, not to the moon, because fuck NASA, but we're going somewhere with it. You just you just cussed out two people that we hate while promoting those all that was unreal. And I'll and I'll give a fan fraud of the week. We're gonna go Jason Brooks. Um, all the chicks treating Adam like a damn piece of meat. <laughs> You're all frauds. We'll see you next week. <laughs> damn piece of meat. Tempe's woman. Quick roll call and we'll sign off. There we have it. Hey, I got to tell you, I bet Pat Goss's hands up in the air. Let us go, Patrick. You want to go to the bar? Yeah, I'll go to the bar. Beneath the bar. Yeah, I'll take another. Bartender! You're a fraud. This is Beneath the Bar, presented by T-double-B-L-C.